Hey rippers, are you learning how to surf? But are you a beginner or a big old kook? There is a difference, you know. And since there's many ways to kook it, you should stick around and learn a few things. Because if you don't know, let me tell you right now that surfers love to spot a kook. But don't get all stressed about it, because everyone kooks it once in a while. And that's the reason for this podcast. The more you know, the less you'll kook it. So bust out your swimmies and get ready to learn. The KookCast is here to lead you on your journey out of kookdom one episode at a time. And hopefully offer you some traction on this slippery slope between kookery and killing it. I'm your host, Coach Chris. And I'm Coach Ev. And we started the surf coaching and education resource, thesurfcontinuum.com. And, uh, well, shit, we're coming off one hell of a swell event, aren't we? Hell yeah. Have to excuse my voice. I think it's connected. <laughs> Ran myself ragged these last few days of swell. Too many super loud hoots in the lineup, maybe. <laughs> too many super loud hoots, too many beers, and too few waters. <laughs> Learning my lessons daily. Yep. But uh, we've got a good one for you. We've been kind of scheming on this one for a while and like planning it out. And every time a new one comes up, we're like, oh, that's a good one. Put it down, put it down. So uh, what we got for you is called Surfer Delusions. Yeah, we're all fucking delusional, I think. <laughs> we really are. I think as humans, we're just delusional. And then as surfers, we're doubly delusional. <laughs> totally. Oh man, so it kind of, the whole episode is inspired by this first one, but then as we kind of started diving into it, we realized that there's a bunch of other delusions. Uh, you know what, it wasn't even from diving into it or thinking about it directly, it was more so just kind of running into the situation just by living, by being a surfer. Right. And just looking at each other and being like, delusional! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did that a bunch of times and we probably forget, we forgot a few of we them. We definitely but. did, we totally forgot a few, but we got some good ones anyway. Starting with the number one inspiration behind this show, uh, this episode I should say, and that is thinking that you're surfing better than you really are. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, uh, it's happened to us all, you know? we've. We thought we were ripping that session and then we see like a photo or we see a little bit of video and it just it just looks completely different than how it felt. Different story. <laughs> it's such a classic situation where you, you claim the tube to one friend out the back, you know, and he can't really tell or see because, you know, all you got to do is duck your head down and who knows, maybe you did get tubed. Right. But of course, you know, the other buddy walking up the beach fully saw you the whole time, <laughs> never pulled in. Never disappeared from sight. Just looking at the lip line, you could, and you can even see that the surfer really believes they got tubed. Like, they're not even lying. They are so stoked. They come out claiming it like, oh, yes. And, uh, well, no. <laughs> just no. And that's, I mean, it's, that's, we'll just keep saying it this whole episode. Just like, be humble. Cover your bases and be humble. And totally. be like, no, I just like got a little head dip or something. Like, lip barely touched me and then let your buddy claim it for you. Right. But, you know, and then of course it goes back, right back to the beginners too, you know, who are just like thinking they're shredding and ripping. And of course we run into this a lot because we actually do video analysis with our students. And some people say, I never want to do that again. <laughs> <laughs> because it's just such a stark, reality check as to what's really going on out there in the water right and I mean it, yeah go ahead well yeah I just quickly it's just not it's not meant to 
to bring you down or, or to, to tear down, you know, any bit of confidence you have, but more so just to, to really be realistic about what's going on and how you can improve. And when you're real like that, like that's when things get better, you know, and just be like, oh shit, okay, I'm not doing good out there at all, or I'm not actually pressing up, or I'm not uh, dismounting my board, I am jumping. Right, jumping off, or yeah, it, go, it goes for everything. Paddling, you know, we have students come to us after not seeing them for a couple weeks, and they know, all, you know, that we harp on paddling, we harp on surfing fundamentals, holding on to your board. And if you are going to stand up on the board, figure out how to do it properly. Um, but just like even just with paddling, you know, it's like they, they say that everything's changed for them. They found a new gear and like <laughs> we're going to see right in, here and now. And more oftentimes than not, it's a delusion, my friends. <laughs> it's it's, it's it, it hasn't hasn't quite got there yet. So don't be claiming it. Don't <gasps> claim it yet. Yeah. And I, you know how I, before we move on, just real quick, how I discovered to be humble was when I was a Grom and I got fully called out, you know, and I was like, I must have claimed an error or tube, you know, I was like, oh my God, I did an error. I did it. I did it. And, and one of the older guys, you know, when you're 14 and a 15 year old seems so old, he goes, no, you didn't. You like lifted your nose off the top of the wave. You know, you never got air. Not an air. Come on, man. And it was just like, so humiliating and humbling it was like wow from now on even if i boost the biggest air i'm gonna be like nah that wasn't really it right i didn't really pull in that re that reminds me of when i finally got some decent shots of me surfing a hurricane in montauk and then i sent them to to the whole you know the guy on the top of the totem pole uncle anton and he's like nice shots Next time, try to be a little bit closer to the pocket and go a little bit more vertical. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. That was, that was just so far from, like, killing it, you know, <laughs> actually. But that's what you need. You need some little checks and balances. That's what totally. other surfers are for, mentors, and video are for. Right on. <laughs> Moving on to the... It's the board delusion. Mm. This is a good one because uh, you know damn well that another surfer uh, might be able to surf that board really well. For some reason, you're not. It's totally cool if you can't, but don't blame it on the board. <laughs> it's pretty it's delusional. weak. Yeah, it's pretty weak excuse. Uh, you can always make something work. You know, there's there's kids who only have one board and that's all they got and they ride it in all different conditions and then you got kids who's got who have a whole quiver you know and then they're blaming it on the board or you know they didn't have a good wax job or the, the fins aren't quite right i like it better as a quad oh it's way better as a quad yeah, yeah, usually yeah. <laughs> usually i can really lace those tubes and come out every time i was just the thruster was throwing me off <laughs> thruster's too slow Board delusions. <laughs> Not a real thing. All right, that's a good quickie. Let's do this one. So I really like this one because we, we kind of deal with this a bunch. We, there's a lot of people out there who we'd love to work with. We'd love to really guide because they're well on their way in their surfing journey, but they're kind of missing out on some key aspects of the fundamentals, you know? And that's really easy to do because it's totally possible to, to, um, to like, move along in surfing somewhat but not but kind of plateau in your fundamentals which you know if you listen to the show you already know that um 
It's almost fundament- impossible. Right. You can always improve your fundamentals. You can always improve them. And if you're improving them, you're improving your whole, the whole picture of surfing. Anyway, so this next delusion is the experienced surfer delusion who's saying, oh, oh, don't worry about it. I know the fundamentals, you know, like I need to learn how to go faster. I need to learn how to do a better cutback or, you know, things like that. And it's like, wow, but you paddle with your legs wide open, man. You know, like that's a clear indicator of a flaw in your paddling technique. Right. Or that you're struggling so hard just to catch waves, you know, and, and you haven't really dialed in the whole setting up of, of a wave or, or positioning or something like that. Like, it's just, it's, that's how it is in any, any exercise, any endeavor. It's like the people who have the soundest foundation are usually the ones that, you know, that soar the highest, you know? Right, right. And who are looked after, you know, whether they be artists or athletes or chefs or whatever you know it's just it's just part of the game the foundation is is crucial mm-hmm. and uh yeah i th- i think that more and more people will start kind of taking notice of of that you know just just people around us mostly that's what i'm talking about like when i surf with my friends i don't talk to them about doing better nose rides or getting deeper in the pocket, I usually share with them the kind of breakthroughs that we're learning through teaching just basic fundamental skills, paddling, how how you surf without a leash and still hold on to your board, how you slow down your pop-up to smooth it out and to make sure that your feet are landing in the board on the board in the right place every single time. And that's where I see even breakthroughs with really good surfers. So mm-hmm. let's um well, that's where my breakthroughs came through, like after years of kind of surfing at a science, sort of the same level. I mean, I really wasn't looking to get very much better, well, not not per se, but then kind of checking myself years down the road and being like, hmm, how can I get better? And the biggest improvements came when I started paying more attention to my foot placement in my stand-up technique, Right. you know, and, and just more awareness of and diving deeper into what I thought I already knew and it was like all said and done and never need to address again, I kind of almost went back and readdressed them and realized how much deeper, how much better they can be. And in turn, I mean, this is why we built this thing on top of all these principles because it worked for us first. You know, all the surfing improved. Every aspect of it improved. I got more waves because I can paddle better. I can hold position better when the current is strong. When I can get to the peak faster, I can get to the peak longer, more times. You know, just all, everything got better when I looked at my paddling technique a little deeper, my stand-up technique a little deeper. Can't get around it. Yeah, it's and, so important. Uh, just be real with yourself. Let's all let's all do it together. Let's all get better at the basic fundamentals <laughs> of surfing. It, it makes every it makes it just easier to watch. How about that? Yeah, I agree with that. All right, next delusion: blaming other surfers. You know, I would have been surfing better if that guy didn't keep taking all the set waves. Right. You know, I would have been surfing better if that guy wasn't out t- right now. You know, it happens. I've heard it. Yeah. I mean, just just do your thing. If there's somebody around there around you that's kind of thrown off your game then go move somewhere else totally you know some there's always there's definitely some weird energy in the water between certain surfers you know you got history with them or whatever but just just know yourself and know how to get out of there and know how to not make excuses for not surfing well right right like do something about it if you recognize a problem rather than just feed into the delusion and, and like let take the easy way out and just, oh, can't, it's not me, it's this other surfer. 
change something. Either challenge yourself to, to keep up with him and, and stay with him as he moves to the peak. Because listen, after he catches a wave, how come you're not getting the next one? Or right. one, even if there isn't a next one before he gets back out, why is he getting the next one after that? Or she. But um, you gotta really ask yourself the question because it's, it's totally possible to get multiple waves out there when other surfers are out there too. Even when great surfers are out there, they can't ride all the waves. Right. So figure out how to get the ones they're not riding. All right, here's, here's one that's gonna hit close to home. <laughs> Flaming your instructor. Oh man, we've, we've seen that, heard it, back and forth on, on both ends. Totally. Blaming your times? student or blaming the instructor, <laughs> let's, let's say that. Um, be fair, okay, let's be fair. Yeah. <laughs> but that's, that's another one that's true, you know, like, you're telling me too many things, or uh, I, 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 I was doing that. You know, it's just, it's not gonna help you. I set my rail, why, why did I still nosedive? You know, like, just little things like that. You gotta know that when you're out there with, with a mentor, somebody who's, showing you the way again come on be be humble they're they're giving you their years of experience and knowledge and sometimes it doesn't always go as planned you know sometimes you have a rough session and the, the conditions are tough um don't turn it around on your instructor yeah or your buddy who took you surfing or something <laughs> like that right right whoever whoever that role model is or instructor figure doesn't even have to be a pro instructor just a friend you know, this is it's a long journey. It's just be real. It's not gonna happen today in this session right now, right here, especially if it's a new concept. So don't go blaming other surfers. Don't go blaming your instructor. Just keep at it. All right, moving right along. Hell yeah. All right, so this is kind of similar to number one, but it, it, it warrants its own point, a uh, little piece of the episode, but thinking that you're more capable than you really are basically not giving the ocean credit for its power and energy, you know, and this usually happens when you're spending a lot of time in the water and maybe it's like a summer you're spending learning to surf and generally summers are very docile and easy conditions and, you know, not necessarily every time, it's not a law, but for the most part, there is definitely gentler conditions in the summer. So you kind of get accustomed to just showing up to the beach gearing up, paddling out. Oh, sometimes it's onshore, sometimes it's offshore, but it's almost always manageable. Um, and then rolls around fall and winter season and things start getting heavier. And the reports don't necessarily delineate the difference between a gentle little one to two, three foot windswell and a two to three foot groundswell. You know, the heights look the same, the conditions and the colors look the same on the forecasting app. So what's the difference now? You know, and there's just so many variables that you really need to respect and learn about, like swell interval and 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 just where energy is coming from, you know, and how it focuses at certain beaches. You, you can't just show up at a new spot and think it's just like your good old fashioned uh, beginner's friendly spot you practiced at all summer. Right, try to look at it with some fresh eyes. You know, you can usually see the, the difference in power, you know, the way the white water's kind of, or the lip is throwing and kind of exploding the white water's exploding more and mm. people are having way harder time you know you see people on the beach like trying to figure out a good place to go in um you know you could just kind of feel the energy in the air where when when the swell's on and yeah. if you're feeling uneasy about it or something like that that's kind of the sign that you you might need to like 
kick back and relax and maybe talk to some more experienced surfer about the you know the conditions going on or something like that but just don't be delusional and and expect that it's just all going to be good and it's all this you know same playing field even if it's the same break that you've been surfing all summer totally yeah yeah like oh well surfline said two to three foot in green that's that's what i've always been surfing right classic you know another student inspired delusion where we you know we get these uh requests to to book on a day of mega swell or a serious swell and uh you know just like no I, I think i can do it or i looked at it i think i know and and i i think that you did not <laughs> i think that you don't know what you're looking at and uh in that sense you know it's it's just again not meant to to put you down or push you off it's just that you have to be aware that surfing is such a dimensional sport it's not just as plain as it it seems like coach ev was saying you know it's you gotta sense it in the air you might notice that there's surfers you never saw before suddenly showing up who are those guys those are the guys you don't see surfing those one to two foot days all summer not that i necessarily agree with that right. but point being they only show up when the real waves come yeah and i was i remember noticing that when i was a kid surfing all summer long and then suddenly and feeling like I got to know everyone that surfed a certain beach and then you know when the swells came all of a sudden seeing a different crew of surfers like oh, all of a sudden all those people I knew aren't around anymore and all these other surfers are here and I didn't really know if they were good or bad but it was just a clue it was a little flag like something's different here why, why are these guys showing up you know in little one and groups of little two groups and you know they just have a different look to them they like, might be riding different boards, you know, all of a sudden people have like skinnier, longer guns, you know, mm. they're step ups and you're like got your old fat fish, you know, <laughs> and you're just like looking out there <clears throat> and they're just signs. Look for the signs, people. Right. Right. Don't be delusional. Okay. I didn't see you. Hmm. Yeah. I didn't see you. Is that delusional? Is that an excuse? It's just, I think it made the list because you didn't not see someone, you didn't look. You just didn't look. You never looked. And you're like allowing this delusion that you didn't see someone be your reality when in fact you never actually looked if you stop and think about how the situation went down just a moment ago. Right, or if there was another set of eyes and saw it and was kind of paying attention to you, the surfer, mm -hmm. paddling in on that wave and shit just this last swell i saw so many people drop in on waves and not even look behind them and i i knew for damn sure you know that someone dropped in deeper and was coming down the line and i just i just wanted to see like were these people actually looking at them dead in the eyes and then cold-blooded just burning them or were they just nonchalant like just not even knowing that they were there and that was that was more the you know nine out of or eight out of ten times, these guys never even looked. Right. Yeah, and then and then the whole ah, I didn't see you, or being so shocked that they burned somebody or that someone came flying up on their tail. I like ah, they were there the whole time. Come on. Right. But you got to use your eyes and look both ways. Don't delude yourself, and certainly don't try to delude the guy who was behind you, screaming down the line, watching you not even look back, but look down the line forward. Yeah, I mean, a lot of a lot of surfers don't have like a strong voice or a strong whistle or a hoot or something to let them, let other people know that they're on the wave or that they got the wave, and I think that's uh, 
a place where a lot of confusion comes in. Right. And a lot of delusional situations kind of get construed into something kind of bad. Right. Okay. Last one. And this one can almost be said to be the inspiration behind the surf continuum. The instructor delusion. <laughs> the delusion that as an instructor, as a coach, as a, a surf guide, you can teach someone how to surf in a day. You can all the things. How do you get in the water? How do you scope out the lineup? How do you read waves? How do you, how do you paddle out and set up the wave, turn around and get your board onto that wave and then get down the line while standing up? and then dismount your board properly and paddle back out and stay out of the way of other people and no surf etiquette and then get yourself back in safely. All that stuff in one day, not even a day, a one and a half hour, two hour lesson. One hour. One hour lesson? Are you kidding me? Isn't that normal? More and more that we go forward, the more we realize we need to teach less and less in one session. Right. And now we're gotten to the point where it's like one goals, one goal lesson plans. We're working on dismounts today. And even in that one lesson, there's a hundred things to talk about. So that totally. can even be overwhelming just talking about paddling technique or, or dismounting your board. One thing, if we could just talk about one thing, it could be very overwhelming right. like to a brand new surfer, you know, a brand new surfer, a very novice beginner surfer in, in their journey. So just... Uh, slow it down, pull it back, you know, realize the the limitations of the human brain and, and that you're taking somebody out there that's not nearly as well versed as you are and you got you got to take it slow with them. They'll get more out of it. They'll have a better time. Totally. Yeah, it's just better, better, more thorough progress is seen when you just focus so wholeheartedly, so diligently on one topic and try to improve that one thing and and like you were just saying like you, the nuances come out when you're dealing with it because you'll give instruction in one situation and then a new situation happens that same skill needs to be used but a new if it's a new situation so it's a little different the way it's applied and so you have a whole new way of talking about how oh well yeah before it was like this but this time this happened and that was over there or whatever it may be is different so that same skill that I just told you to do this way, now you have to do it this way for this situation. You know, and it's just like, wow, it's, it's so, it's, it's just so layered and, and there's just so many, you can just really get deep even with those one things. And I say that this is like the inspiration behind the surf continuum because we both came from the background of teaching surfing with this holistic, whole package, one day experience in mind. You know, like we need to get you out there, turn you around, get you on a wave, stand you up, hopefully dismount properly so you don't break your neck on the rocks, turn you around and do it a couple more times and send you off telling you, oh yeah, you, you learned how to surf today. You did the damn thing, yeah. And it was just like, to be honest with ourselves and, and to sit here and be like, wow, that is not realistic. That is not true at all. I guess, you know what, I think one of the things that triggered the realization of that is seeing people that I taught the day before, it was, it was their first time, day two, out there with their own board they rented from the shop and seeing them just cause struggling. Oh my goodness, if, if at the very best, the very least just struggling, but oftentimes creating a situations, dangerous or, or kooky or just, you know, usually kooky things are also a little dangerous. All tangled up with other surfers, stuck in Get the rocks. In the way, hanging off of your board on the inside, all these kinds of things that you like still need to learn. 
you know it's just so that's how where surf continuum came from is like shit you can barely learn one thing in one session let's just do that work on the next thing next tomorrow right and more and more of the way like we learned how to surf you right. know that's not the way we learned how to surf we didn't I, I did actually go to a surf camp after I even I already knew how to surf it was kind of funny it was just like I was 15 years old and we went to like this summer Corky Carroll surf camp uh-huh. um, and I was just like oh this is this is just silly you know this is more like kids camp like daycare whatever right right um, than actually teaching us how to surf you know but we learned through just like slow progress, you know, body surfing, boogie boarding, surfing, and then the, the surfing part just took so many years to actually be standing up consistently and going down the line um, that we, we want to honor surfing in the, the way that we know. Yeah, and that's the way that people really learn is just daily <coughs> investments into your water time. <clears throat> um, now there was something I wanted to say. Instructor delusion. I thought we kind of like hit instructor delusion. No, twice. that was blaming your instructor. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, instructor delusion. Kooky story. Yeah, I got that one from our guy. Oh, okay. So basically, if you're going to, you know, go take your session with a a coach or an instructor, maybe have something in mind that you'd like to work on and try to help them focus with you on that one thing. Because it's really easy for a surfer, an experienced surfer, to to look at a beginner surfer and have a million things to say. You know, like, oh, move back on your board. Uh, Paddle like this. Do that. When you do your sit and turn, do it this way. Oh, when you're pumping down the line. Oh, when you may be more compressed. Make sure you do this at the end. Make mm-hmm. sure you're paddling back out this. You know, there's a million things that it almost, you can absorb none of it. So maybe rather have one goal in mind and spend that hour just on that one thing. I right. mean, it makes so much sense. It reminds me of any practice, any training I've done in anything else. I would spend an entire session with my teacher or coach doing one thing. You know, we'd pra- in wrestling, we'd practice a single leg takedown in slow motion for two and a half hours. <laughs> you know, like that was it. You weren't allowed to go fast and you weren't allowed to try something different. Yep. That is such a good, that's a, such a good tip because these, in, these instructors do have an immense amount of knowledge. You know, you just got to tap it. Right. They're going to give you like a third of everything they knew, know really quick to get it done in an hour or they're going to give you everything they know about paddling technique for that 60 minutes and you're going to really walk away with some 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 new things to continue to work on and maybe you know get that epiphany that you need to to break out of of that rut that you're in with paddling or holding on to your board or you know or your stand-up right great point coach all right before we wrap up i want to uh i got a little story for you from uh, a new digital friend of ours who wrote in to uh, to just send his regards and uh, offer his kooky story. And uh, he gave me permission to read it on, on air, so I thought this would be a good one for all you kooks out there. Feel like you're not alone. Fellow kooks. <laughs> all right, here we go. So here from the email, I mean, I'm gonna skip all the praises. <laughs> Thanks, John, that was super sweet. What a nice email, but I'll get right to the kooky story. So here we goes. 
My wife bought my board for me for Father's Day this year, an eight-foot foam called The Verve from a company called South Bay, an Amazon special. <laughs> she also got me a wetsuit and a set of those surf block, surf block roof racks that are removable and are threaded through the car. Oh, I know, those, okay, okay, okay. I was a little confused. <laughs> Soft racks. Soft racks, yeah, yeah, yeah. First off, she got me a four millimeter diving suit. <laughs> also an Amazon yes. special. <laughs> even though it was coming up on summer in San Diego. I was so stoked that I didn't even know anything about it anyway, but I thought that was really funny and super kooky now that I have learned a couple things. I totally drove off to the beach in it the first day. Only after getting home and discovering your podcast and a couple other kook type social media posts did I understand how kooky that was. It was, it was all new though, so no harm, no foul. Didn't wear it home, but I used the bath towel as a changing towel in the parking lot. Wait, didn't wear it home, but I did use a bath towel as my changing towel in the parking lot. Yeah, like threw his towel down on the ground and, and uh, changed yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, well, that's fine, we do that all the time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's bad, yeah, but let me tell you what I did next. After my first session, I was like, oh cool, now it's time to wash off the board in my wetsuit. So, did I bring water jugs? Nope. I figured it would be easier to just drive to the self-service car wash. Oh. <laughs> I totally powered washed, I totally power washed my wetsuit and surfboard while it was still on the car. <laughs> what? <laughs> I would totally have given me shit if I knew what I know now and saw something like that. I totally would have filmed it. <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky we didn't, John. Uh, I've learned a lot since then though. Probably still pretty kooky though. <laughs> so thank you again so much for being A plus humans and dedicated surfers and educators. Let me know if you're down here because I owe you two at least a beer. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, we'll take you up on that. We will, and here's to you. John, thanks for that story. Thanks for writing in. Yeah, that was a good one, John. Classic. Love the power wash. No pressure wash, the suit and the board. Just get right into the fibers, get all the pee out. Yeah. <laughs> Good one, John. So if you're not listening to the KookCast, you are kooking it. Get on all those podcast directories and subscribe. And while you're on there, just leave a review. It's pretty simple. We'll catch you next week. Cuckoo, kachoo. Woo. <laughs>